I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Ridiculous News is a production of iHeartRadio and Cool 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 Audio. With amazing and crazy topics to pick and to choose, you are now tuned in to Ridiculous News. With interesting views on breaking the rules of broadcasting and all sorts of wild reports to keep us laughing. With funny off-brand upbeat journalism, the strange and unusual stories of what we give them. When it's all about ridiculous news everywhere, we talking about ridiculous news over here. Hey everyone, welcome to Ridiculous News, not your average news show. We cover stuff you didn't realize was news, from the wild and funny to the deep and hidden to the absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. I'm Bill Worley, an Atlanta-based filmmaker and comedian, and I'm feeling grateful today. Uh, thankful for you, Mark. I uh, really enjoy doing this with you. Oh man, I really appreciate that, Bill. I'm thankful for you as well. Uh, I- I'm Mark, I'm an Atlanta comedian, uh, and I know you can't see this, uh, but I'm wearing glasses today because uh, I'm being wild. You know? Mark rarely wears glasses. Yeah. I've known Mark for years, and I was shocked the first time <laughs> I saw him with glasses. I wear glasses all the time, and I, f- I felt alone. No more. <laughs> yeah, so uh, today is a deep dive episode about creating inclusive spaces, uh, and we are joined by our very special guest, uh, Miss Jamie Alilaw. Hooray! Uh, Jamie Alilaw, she is a creator of many passions with a grounded mission of empowerment, edification, and education. Uh, Jamie engages the world as an opera singer, leadership and life coach, entrepreneur, educator, and public speaker. Uh, she's based in Atlanta. Uh, Jamie is an Army veteran and a mother. Uh, let's give it up for Jamie, y'all. Very Yay. fun. So happy to have Jamie. you. Thank, Thank you so much for being be here. here. And here I am. I took my glasses off and set them on the table. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. It's yeah, all good. You do you. Great. My, my vanity on a, on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Jamie, uh, whenever we have a special guest like yourself, we love to start things off with a segment we call Giving Them Their Flowers. Yes. Yes. Uh, so this is very fun for us. Basically, all this means is Bill and I are going to take turns giving you a compliment. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Jamie, I've told you this before, I'm pretty sure, but... Uh, you're, as was mentioned in your bio, uh, you're an excellent, excellent opera singer. And I've seen you uh, perform on comedy shows, which is exactly what it sounds like. Where it's just <laughs> like, it's a stand-up show, it's a sketch show, it's an improv show, whatever else. And then, Jamie, you show up to do your thing, to do your opera thing. And sometimes it's comedic. Sometimes it's like you're just singing like a straight-up, you know, traditional opera song, right? And my favorite thing is, is the moment just before you open your mouth and the audience has no idea, you know, what's coming their way. And then you open your mouth, you let out this amazing voice and people are like, what is happening? What is going on? And it happens every single time. And it's one of my favorite things to witness in live performance. Uh, so yeah, thank you for doing that. Thank you. Yeah. Picking, backing off of that, uh, uh, Jamie, I don't know you as well as Mark, but when you were so gracious to lend your talent one time to shoot a sketch with us, and we went out to a park in Atlanta, and to much to exactly how Mark just described it, that was my first experience uh, <laughs> uh, hearing your beautiful voice fill this uh, wonderful park we were at. And on top of that, you know, that was one thing that was amazing and awesome, but you're so much fun and so easy to work with, and you made that shoot very fun and easy. And, you know, I guess 
I don't know if it's I, you, sometimes I stereotype opera singers as these pompous people in my mind. As I don't know. You should. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you don't have that. So thank you for uh, having fun with it and and making that shoot so much fun and really cool. Thank you so much. I love yeah. flowers. Oh, anytime, anytime you want them. All right. So now we're going to move on to our next segment. Uh, it's time for some ridiculous news nibbles. All right. So this is where we start things off where we'll be sharing some quick and ridiculous stories about the importance of finding ways to be inclusive. Yeah, there's a, a story that I uh, found, Mark, that I thought was really, actually, my, my friend Andy sent it to me uh, this week. They, it was a cool story. And this is more about some cognitive neuro, neurodiversity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did a story a couple weeks ago. Or, or, I'm a, as I said in the intro, I'm a, a producer, and I did a story about a, a kid with autism. And the parents were talking about neurodiversity, which was a, something I hadn't really uh, learned a lot about. And basically that's talking about the range of differences in individual brain functions and behavioral traits. A lot of times it's in the context of uh, autistic spectrum disorders, but it can be other things as well. And in this story, uh, there is a, a man with a late stage, he's a late stage ALS patient who can only communicate, he first could communicate only using blinking, and then they had to put in a brain implant so he could use his uh, neural signals mm. to communicate. And the um, the headline for the story is that first patient to communicate via brain implant asks to hear Tool album. <laughs> <laughs> so his his after they you know in in Germany where this man is they this amazing technology and he uh, his his thoughts were this first one was I love my cool son wow which was really cool it took him one character per minute to say that wow. and then his second thought was, I would like to listen to the album by Tool loud. <laughs> so my question to y'all is, you know, if, you've, if, if you're in this situation and there's only one album or, you know, there's, you haven't been able to request music and you finally get to listen to an album, what do you think you would listen to? Oh, that's a great and difficult question. Yeah, it I know. It's a tough one. Jamie, does anything come to mind for Ooh, you? Uh, I mean, I will never go wrong with the miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Mm. That's great. That's great. Nice. That's the first one that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that's so funny. I was that was definitely one of the ones that came to mind as well for me because I feel like when I first discovered that album, the whole thing about it was like the whole experience, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like the interludes of the kids in the classroom yep. as well as the song. I mean, like there's definitely like the hit singles like Doo Wop and X Factor and all those things. But I remember always looking at that project as a full album. Yeah, start you know, to that, finish. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great, that's a great pick. Uh, you know, one I'll throw out there is uh, Prince's Batman soundtrack. Uh, just because yes. it's like, I, I don't <laughs> listen to it a lot. But when I do, it is always so fun. Yeah. It's yeah. so fun. Yeah. So that would be, if I, if I was, if I wanted like a pick me up in something that I wouldn't normally expect to be like, give me some Prince, the Batman soundtrack from, from Prince. Yeah. yeah. That mm-hmm. still is the best Batman soundtrack yeah. by far. You can't beat 1989's Batman Prince soundtrack. Uh, I thought I thought about this in my I think going with your gut reaction is good. And my gut reaction was OK Computer by Radiohead. Mm-hmm. It's a very weird ethereal album, but I, I, I love it. It's got some poppy before they got too, too weird in my mind. <laughs> like just really weird and kind of lost me a little bit. Sorry, Radiohead, go back to your old school stuff. Anyway, uh, but I think especially if I was in that position, it's got some cool, calm kind of stuff mm-hmm. that might might help me feel better. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Music music is so so powerful, you know? It really is. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So uh next headline I want to share with y'all. Uh so a study was done by Bank of America. And so this headline says lack of diversity within companies is costing trillions. So according to a recent report uh published by Bank of America Global Research, a lack of diversity within American companies comes with a hefty price tag. Mm. So for companies, Bank of America said that a lack of diversity leads to less innovation, uh, weaker revenue and cash flows and lower employee retention. Uh, as for individuals, a lack of diversity causes detriments to educational outcomes, physical and mental health, uh, lifetime achievement and earnings, and wealth passed down across generations. Mm. Uh, and I've been seeing more and more studies like this pop up where it's just like, you know, there's just like irrefutable evidence that you need all types of uh, diversity in order for, you know, a workspace to function as, as good as it can. Or not just a workspace, but any space, any space you know, yeah. for, to, to yeah. function as good as it can. 
you know, it goes on to say, uh, in addition uh, to diversity and inclusion efforts with regard to race and ethnicity, the report found that increased gender diversity also yielded similar business benefits. Uh, Bank, Bank of America observed a link between greater gender diversity and higher one-year forward return on equity. Yeah, it's really cool that they're able to connect this too to, you know, financial gains. You know, there's it's beyond just saying, hey, this is a good thing. It's like, hey, this has a huge impact on our bottom line. And that's why I think more companies need to be paying attention to it and hopefully are, but need to continue to do that. Um, what a great example of why that's important. Well, yeah, and I mean, they definitely had to start bringing that element in because without it, uh, the current structures didn't see the value in doing anything different. But uh it's just kind of like a duh thing for me over here. It's like unless your product is specifically for one demographic and one demographic only, you need other people to offer perspectives on how to engage those other people. So it it makes sense. But to your point, Bill, they connected the dots with the dollars. And then that's in a capitalist climate. You know, that's the thing that that'll move. Yeah, 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 exactly. And. You know, it's funny, like, that's such a good point about, you know, I, I live in Southwest Atlanta. So a lot of times when I'm out at shopping or, or different places, it's, I'm there's majority black people in that mm. situation. And, and it's weird because I walk around, I'm like, all the people on the ads are white. The music <laughs> that they're playing is like, okay, computer, some real white stuff, <laughs> you know, played or whatever. And I'm like, wow, they really have not done a good job um, highlighting the 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 area they're in or the people they're in, I can see how that would feel, you know, they're not catering to the people that are shopping there. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I feel like um, Rihanna taught the makeup industry real good, right? Um, mm -hmm. How you got a whole demographic of people with different shades uh, beyond the, the four kinds of brown. Mm -hmm. um, and she racked up. And then all of a sudden, like CoverGirl and L'Oreal were like, oh, there are other skin colors. Let's go get those dollars, you know. So um, unfortunately, that tends to be the thing that gets folks' attention. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a great point. Yeah, yeah. and it's good to point that out for sure. Yeah, that money. Money is what moves the, yeah, I, you would wish it, that it was the something People, else. you know, yeah. <laughs> people saying, hey. I exist. Right. Can you talk to me too? Mm -hmm. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I got money. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, talking about diversity executives in um, at, at Price Waterhouse Coopers. Um, this is a story from September, um, and uh, the title is: "The diversity executives are mock Chinese accents dressed as quote a bat from Wuhan during a company trivia event." Wow. So the diversity person, the diversity person, Excellent. Excellent. right? So uh, here's the incident: um, uh, there was two human resource executives at PwC, which was Australia's largest consulting firm, um, in uh, accused of racist behavior at the firm's trivia event, uh, in which one of them was said to have dressed as a bat from Wuhan, and the other mock Chinese accents. Now undergoing an internal investigation, um, they performed a skit, and the team's responsibilities that perform the skit in, in, entail improving diversity at the firm <laughs> and being part of the complaints process for staff who feel they have faced racial discrimination or harassment. Um, and a senior manager of diversity and inclusion at the firm was reportedly the one mocking Chinese accents. And I will say, too, on top of this being terrible, uh, you know, Australia is much closer to China <laughs> In America, and there's probably a, a, a decent Chinese population or, or visitors there as well, um, which just makes it even worse. Yeah, something that kind of like jumps out of me looking at this article and, and reading about also after this event happened, the way senior management like handled it, oh, yeah. you know, so it's just like, I, I forget what the article uh, says, uh, but I think it's in here because I saw it too, Mark, and I was like, yeah, uh, I got to know. Yeah, so the know. firm's, all right, so this was the firm's response after this all happened. So uh, PwC's chief executive, Tom Seymour, uh, has launched an investigation of the incident, which he described uh, uh, as racist and offensive, and but somewhere in there... It, here it is, here it oh, is. I think this might be it, okay. what you're thinking, Mark. He said, quote, whilst the skit was unintentional, <laughs> they were thoughtless <laughs> and harmful. And then they went back and they noted, like, unintentional, yeah. they noted that the it was choreographed. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. yeah. I don't know that you can throw. I mean, that just, just, like, makes me think of those, like, teen movies. 
where you're at the school dance and all of a sudden the song drops mm-hmm. and everybody just knows the choreography right. <laughs> and it's so unintentional. <laughs> Completely. The cameras were just rolling. And it it is. It's like five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, exactly. It was that unintentional line that was in there. And what that made me think of was how, you know, just because a company or an institution has like a diversity and inclusion arm of it or whatever it like you were mentioning uh earlier jamie about systems if like the overarching system in place doesn't really support that it's like it's just window dressing and i feel like this uh story just kind of you know highlights that very thing you know that it's just like simply having that there doesn't really mean anything unless you're also working to you know undo you know structures that are already already in place. You know, Mark, somebody should give you a podcast <laughs> <laughs> so that so many people can hear this and understand. Yeah, yeah. We're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsor. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought. In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With amazing and crazy topics for picking to choose, you are now tuned in to Ridiculous News. Awesome, y'all. So we want to continue our talk about, you know, making spaces more inclusive. And so, Jamie, that's why we are so happy to have you here, because that's what a lot of your work is around. So I wanted to start off with the question of what is inclusion? You, you know? Well, Mark. <laughs> so glad you asked me this question. Yeah, yeah. Inclusion mm-hmm. is including people, mm-hmm. right? Now, I would think that that was kind of straightforward, but what we find is that people tend to stop or organizations tend to stop at the diversity part, mm-hmm. um, the stuff you can see. Mm-hmm. Inclusion means that those people that have been brought in because of their diversity um, also are able to offer their diversity of thought. And so they are incorporated in every aspect, right, of the organization because that's where you start to see the benefits of, you know, the dollars starting to change, right? When you have a voice that wasn't in the room before that can offer a new perspective and then we can take new steps and new approaches. So the inclusion part is having space to be heard and to be acknowledged. And um, it comes with some power. Yeah. So like, uh, you know, sh- sharing, sharing that power and not just, or what I'm hearing from that is like actually sharing in the power of the space and not just being like, hey, you can be seen in this space. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Because mm-hmm. just saying, hey, you can be seen in the space. We have a name for that. It's mm-hmm. become popular. You know, the lingo yeah. is all the rage nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> so you may have heard the term tokenization, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And so we see that far too often where it's like, hey, 
Will you come and join our team? Will you stand right in the middle while you take this company picture? (laughs) Will you join me uh, sitting next to me on this uh, video call? Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Don't don't say anything just yet. I got this part covered. Um, That's a nice idea. I don't really think we need to do that. But smile (laughs) and we'll tell everyone that you have this power that we will not heed or listen to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is great. So what what are your thoughts, and again, this is general, but like, what are your thoughts on how to go about creating an inclusive space? You know, so it's like, uh, maybe it's something you've always wanted to do, or maybe you're just now thinking about it. Like, where do you, where do you start? You, you know, like, what, yeah. what, what does that, what does that look like, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, so I've I've been in like knee deep, elbow deep, <laughs> elbow deep in in um these types of conversations this week. Um and I don't know that there's a right way to start, right? Mm, yeah. The, the the best way to start is to start. Mm-hmm. Um and also what I find is that the core ingredient that must exist is willingness, mm-hmm. right? And so you don't have to know what to do. You don't have to know where to start. You just have to be willing. And that willingness um, entails commitment, right? Because at any point you can become unwilling, right? And um, And this is what I'm finding in a lot of the conversations I'm having this week is that Again, all the rage. 2020 was a was a hallmark year mm-hmm. for uh, waking up mm-hmm. and and really engaging these conversations. But before 2020, mm-hmm. you know, I've got I've got many friends who operate in the DEI space, and they were just like many of them had gone on hiatus or quit because they're mm-hmm. like these people don't want to do anything. They want to check the box. Mm-hmm. They want to bring me in once a year or once a quarter or whatever. Like, just to say we did it, but when it comes down to the implementation, it's not there. So that's the way it was being engaged before 2020. And, you know, people saw where that got us. So um, there was a little more earnest. With that willingness, though, must come the understanding that, like, okay, guys, we know what we're signing up for, right? Like, because the existing system and structure we have all agreed is astoundingly white supremacist. Yes. Right? So we're on the same page with that. And we want something different, right? Okay. So we know we got to do something different, right? Yes. And that's the part that trips people up because it's like, wait, wait, what? Like, no, we want different, but uh, I don't think we need to do that different. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, so— that willingness um, that is grounded in commitment, and and it's it's a willingness to pursue it. It's a willingness to listen. Mm. Um, it's a willingness to heed. Um, so there's there's a lot of it's it's not easy, and you know it's one thing to say it's not easy, but when you get in it and everybody's triggered. You see what the it's not easy looks like. And it's in those moments that that willingness and that commitment to the willingness comes into play. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I know, you know, like working in white supremacist spaces, which I've done in, a lot of my career and in corporate America, um, I, you know, I see the window dressing that you're I've seen it firsthand that you're describing. And I think. I think change is hard. It's it's funny. I feel like the bigger the company, I've heard the metaphor at one company I worked with that was very large, um, that, you know, if, if you're a small company like Mark and I, or, or a lot of times it's just me and him running a company, you can you can turn on a dime. We can quickly turn. If it's a big company, it's like the Titanic, you know, mm-hmm. or, or a giant ship. You can take a left. It's going to take a minute. Um, and I think, you know, change is hard, but it's also the only thing that's guaranteed in life. Right. You know, I think people are so, including myself, sometimes are like change. Change in life is difficult, but it's like, guys, that's the only. It's the only thing that we're, if you can't deal with change, you, you, it's going to be hard to continue living. So, you know, I think one of the things you just said that I really connected with Jamie, and I think it's really important, is like you just got to start. I think mm-hmm. people are afraid of making mistakes yeah. or saying the wrong thing or whatever. What would you say to folks who 
have that hesitation, you know, um, to help encourage them just to start. Well, I would say that you are going to say the wrong thing. You are going to mess up. You are probably going to meet the wrong one, right? The biggest fear that you have about it, you're probably going to be called racist, right? You're probably going to be called misogynist. You're probably going to be called inconsiderate. You're probably going to be called wrong, right? All of these (laughs) things that people fear that stops us from getting into it, it's going to happen, and we must realize, to your point, Bill, you, you still got to do it because you can do it voluntarily or you can have it done to you, mm-hmm. right? Because to the um, article that Mark read earlier with Bank of America, um, with this new, with this heightened awareness and this culture that is really um, centering the consumer is centering their values in how they're using their dollars, mm. where they're spending their time, where they're spending their money. Um, the old system does not play well with human values, right? It's based off of a very industrial, uh, you know, machinery-based um, model. And we're just the operators of those. And so now people are saying like, but yeah, but like, how do you treat people? Like, I will pay two extra dollars for this thing over here. I will go shop at Trader Joe's because they're going to smile at me Mm. and they look happy, you know, versus this other store over here. So people are people with money are willing to are doing something different. And so if you want to keep up with those people, you must do something different. So, no, you are going to mess up and it's not going to kill you. Right. I think that's, that's yeah. the big thing. It's like you're still alive, you you're know. You're still alive. And I think it's an important thing. And uh, I always support therapy. My, uh, my, uh, my therapist has always told me, he's like, you got to care enough to step in it sometimes. Well, and that's it, right? Because when we talk about the willingness and the commitment, the thing that buoys that up is what is the intention? Mm. And when it's challenged, that's when we really get to see how firm or how unfirm, how flaccid, that's one of my favorite words, (laughs) how flaccid, (laughs) you know, how limp your commitment is, (laughs) you know, when when it's time to perform and it's it's not, it's not given what it needs to have gave, right? And so, when the intention is, I'll use the term pure, when the intention is clear, you mess up and you get back in mm. because the intention is for change. When the intention is to not get canceled, mm. right? When the intention is to look like you're doing something, that's going, like, it's like, Do you, like, y'all bring people in, like, you bring in DEI consultants, like, this is their work, right? Mm -hmm. Or coaches. This is their work. Did you think, like, you was going to get away with, like, not, (laughs) not facing the thing? Like, nah. Like, my job is literally to come in and be like, where's the shit? You know, like, what's, where y'all fucking up? Mm. Where is it? Let's, let's look and let's play. So, Jamie, it's, it's so interesting that, you know, you, what you bring up. Actually, yeah. you know, Bill and I, we're friends with a couple, like, really high-powered CEOs. Yeah, yeah. C-suite uh, folks. Yeah. C-suite folks. And they're looking, <laughs> to, yeah. they're looking to improve their diversity and inclusion efforts. Oh, great, great, great. So great. is it cool if we just let them into the studio I, I, I would love it. I'd love okay, the conversation. Right. Come on in, guys. Come on in, guys. Oh, money. Stacks on, stacks on, stacks. Gulfstream jet. Hey there. Well, hey there, Jane. Is it is it Jamie? It is, is Jamie. Right? Yes. All right, great. Um, Jamie, hey, great to see you. So, so, thanks so great much. To great to see you. Great yeah. to see you both. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, so it's great, you know, to hear that you all are interested in, you know, just really taking the step to make a more inclusive and welcoming environment at your company. What would you say would be your biggest challenge at this point? Well, you know, mm. well, Jamie, I'm glad you asked that. Mm. We... We, we made a diversity and inclusion wing of our company. That was really good. We put that out in the front. 
Uh-huh. So when people come by and see it, they see that first. Right. right. Uh, we also started a book club mm-hmm. uh, where people, well, we, we weren't sure about, it's a book club. We want to include black authors at some point. But for right, right. now, we're just kind of starting with the with the authors that we're familiar with. So a lot of, uh, well, uh, yeah, well, go ahead. Well, yeah, well, well, to, to that, yeah. we, we, all, we, we got a lot of uh, stock photography of right. black folks. Right. Okay. And right. We, we, we put that inside mm-hmm. when people walk in so right. that right. there's diversity on the walls right. in the photos. Right. So, 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 so yeah. then when people come in, right, right they see mm-hmm. the diversity on the wall. And got a bunch say, of That's it. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, but when they come in, what, what do they see? Well, they see a lot of stock photos of uh, uh, lots of stock, lots of stock photos of African Americans uh-huh. and uh, 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 black black Americans. I put a base out there, right, oh. right, 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 and so okay. they so they see that along the wall, and it's like this could be this could be you. Um, okay, so but it, but then when they're like looking for like people, right, right, like, oh. you know, who, oh, who are wa- some of the people? There's uh, Ashley, and then Ashley at the front desk, and also there's another Ashley, and I mean, I think they're all. They're all very well. Well, tan. Well, we were at the book. We were at the oh, book. We were okay. at the book club. We were at the book club the other day, mm-hmm. and yeah, we came up club. with a phrase that we think you'll like. Okay. It's like so. Whenever a person of color walks in, there's a sign that says, "You are the, the diversity." <laughs> you, you know, so it's just like you know. So that's what. Ah, uh, so okay, okay. So I hear mm-hmm. what I hear is right. that you are looking to be more welcoming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you are wanting to give the appearance of a welcome space. The key word being appearance. Yeah, appearance. absolutely. Yeah. Okay, but Keyword. what is it that you really want? What, 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 how would it benefit you to have diversity in your space? Right. Well, you, you, you know, I, th- I feel like there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things I read where they say that's important. It's, so yeah. it's it's like if, if I could let's say let's say I'm what I'm drawing with my fingers here is a square. Right. Uh-huh. And then if I could put a check mark into that square. Right. Like OK. That, you know, I'm going to jump on that and I'm going to say if I, if I had a graph uh-huh. going up. And the dollar signs is the uh, is the y axis. Uh huh. You know that's what we want. Uh, more okay, bills. so you want to check a box so that you will then make, make more money. Right. Exactly. More money. There it is. Right. right. There it is. Someone's Got like, it. There it is. Is, is. is when someone's like, "Where's where's the black?" And then we're like, "There they there are. There, there, there they are. are. Uh, there they are. Right there. Okay. Right there. And yep. and and how how is that going for you so far? Well, uh, we it's hard. For, well, we we've thrown a lot of uh, round of applauses for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We've given I'm ourselves a lot of pat, right oh, got okay. lots of pats on the back. Uh-huh. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned that uh, interest amongst like uh, uh, specifically black employees. We've seen that plummet mm. over uh-huh. time. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh-huh. that's uh-huh. that's plummeted really bad. Um, so I guess you could say it's going the same as it's always gone. Well, I, I don't know if it's good. when they come in. I just I, my gut reaction is to give them a full pat down. Uh, which oh, is right. not, we don't do it for a lot of the other, but I just, it's like okay. a gut reaction. He didn't even mean to do it. He just like jumped in. Yeah. Right. And we're like, yeah. why are you doing this? It's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, know. it's like right. deep within me, you know? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. A lot of times I think that makes it leave. Right, right. Okay. Well, you know, um, I hear you. I hear what you are intending to do. And um, I'll just offer yeah. as a professional who has uh, done this, uh, Y'all are tripping. <laughs> you know, you know what, Jamie? This is great to hear this. Tripping. We love we love that term. I love that mm-hmm. term a lot. We we love that. We love that. Um actually, you know what? Uh, we've actually hit our quota for the amount of time per quarter. We're gonna talk Do- about, about diversity. diversity. That's right. Uh-huh. So what we have to do now, I gotta go give my cousin a job. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Uh, and so uh he's he that, so that's what I have right. to go do. We gotta leave. Well, um, you know what? You go get your cousin, yeah. and you don't even have to worry about me because what I'm going to do is I'm about to pull down each and every stock photo, and I'm going to oh, stand no. outside oh, no. oh, in oh, front no. of your okay. door with All a right. sign that says, Wait. Black people beware because these folks is tripping. Oh, my, okay. oh my gosh. All right. I have tripping, a great day. I All thought right. tripping was a cool thing. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man, I don't think it's cool. You know what was amazing about that is that is how I'm like, how cool Jamie stays <laughs> even during You this would day. be surprised <laughs> um, how close. <laughs> man. Wow. Oh, goodness. Yeah, in some ways we were being very ridiculous. And in other ways, I'm just like, I feel like this is pretty close to yeah <laughs> uh, you know uh, i'm like you know just 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, uh, Jamie, you talked about the flaccidity sometimes that you experience when you go in and, and people aren't, they're not willing and mm-hmm. they're showing you they're not willing Real to, limp. to do the work. Mm-hmm. So how can we uh, harden that willingness? How can we erect a better, more inclusive place and advocate for a more erect? <laughs> I just can't. Yeah, but advocate for a strong, yeah, hard, authentic resolve, resolve mm-hmm, yes. and commitment. So I, I say this: I am not a DEI consultant, right? Like they are much more informed and educated than I am. They will come in with the receipts. They'll come in with the numbers. They'll come in with the master plan. I'm a coach. Mm. So in that, if we're Continuing along this vein, and you can let me know if we don't want you oh, along this vein. <laughs> this vein is, <laughs> I, I can't do it. Um, I, I prepare, I, I, I prepare the space. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I like to, to, to go away from the, the porn reference I was going to go to. Um, <laughs> I till the ground, okay. right? Yeah. And so. And to me, the ground is the culture of the space, mm-hmm. right? So it's the culture that has a that has been established after however long of things being the way they are, going the way they are, people being the way they are. And willingness must be there, right, for coaches, whether it's one-on-one, group, corporation. And so I have to distinguish that. And... Each coach has their approach. For me, I am very direct. I had someone someone referred to me as an elephant hunter. He said, elephants do not survive in the room with you because I I can be very direct and frank. And in conversations about race, about diversity, most folks are not used to that. So that provides a shock and awe, right, factor that throws people off of their defensive mechanisms, right? Can can you give an example of that, of like what something that you think is really shock and awed? Well, um, so I've been in a, a group um, mediation session and the people, you know, who brought me in, the uh, white owner, white leadership, and you know, they were wanting to get to the heart of, you know, the work that they needed to do and and create this space, right? And um, as we're talking, or as I'm hearing from them, and they're very earnest, I'm looking at the faces of the people of color in the room. Mm. And, you know, there's a twisted mouth here. Mm. There's a very intentional effort to remain stoic over there. (laughs) And so I'll call it out. I say, uh, what you're saying sounds nice. It doesn't look like any of the people of color in this room trust or believe you. Mm. Um, Or I'll go directly to someone who's made a face and I would ask them how do you describe the situation Mm. or are you safe to speak up and speak out now there has been um, a a container set at this point so I don't like just come out like that because part of creating I, I, I have a responsibility for creating safety as well um, so I won't just throw people of color out there um, without that being set. But, you know, I will identify, say, I've heard a lot from you. Mm. Is this how the meetings usually go? Do you ever get to speak? Right? Just saying what I see or how I'm experiencing the space. I'm hearing the good words, and I'm also picking up on this body, like, you know, your posture is saying this. Um, you're avoiding eye contact, like, you know, just saying what I see and putting it in the space, not having to be right about it. But again, what we're not going to do is pretend like it's not here mm. because clearly y'all have been doing that long enough, right? And so if people are not able to see their stuff or are not willing to 
put it out there, I'll go in the room and start pulling out dirty drawers and put it on the table and be like, these is your thongs. I got this out of your drawer. That's your crust. Listen, no judgment, but we going to look at it. Is this how you want to live? Is this how you want to live in a house with his crust? Crust. You know, let's talk about it because if we keep stuffing it under the bed, you know, we're going to be wondering what the what the aroma is <laughs> and then pretending like, you know, you, you're just going to go get the, the, the Febreze. Right. And it's like, no, nah, I want y'all to have a nice, arid space. <laughs> so we're going to pull it out. We're going to open the windows. We're going to do a deep clean. Yeah. And if you are committed to holding on to your crusty thong... <laughs> I'm going to let you do that because I can't exist in that space. So to your question mark, um, question mark. Hey, she's clever. We need a stinger for that. (laughs) (laughs) To your question, um, I know that in conversations that are difficult and unfamiliar, um, we may not be forthcoming because we don't know how. We We don't know, like, really what the process is. So I help provoke that. And if there is a continued demonstration of an unwillingness to do that level of work, I'm not interested because what I know is that that surface stuff burns people out. Like mm-hmm. I said, my 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 DEI buddies, they're like, I don't want to do this. I don't, I'm not coming in here as window dressing. You not finna use me as a shield. Right. You, you, because we see that happen so many times. Right. Like, oh, we we've hired a DEI expert and it's like, yeah, let's talk to her and hear about all of those initiatives that she brought to you and how they're going, how the implementation has been going on that. Mm. Because more likely than not, she will say every proposal is met with a mm, or we don't have the budget or mm. We can do this later. This is priority right now. Or we've got that DEI space over there. This isn't really your lane. You know, these are these are the things that we typically hear. So I like to think of myself as the fluffer. I'm going to say <laughs> I said it. I said it. Right? Yeah. So that the experts who have the plan can come in after me and really see change when they implement their genius, Mm. you know, work. Because they know what works, but it's not going to work if you're not going to implement it. We'll be right back with more ridiculous news after this short break. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Don't get it confused. You are now tuned in to ridiculous news. 
Well, that was really awesome. And uh, I think not only was uh, everything, well, Jamie, not only do you have amazing singing voice, you just have a baby voice in general. Yeah. You know? And so, and um, I think anytime that we want to talk about anything, porn metaphors are a very good way to get that message across. Yeah. Um, but we want to also, you know, not only are you an uh, amazing coach, amazing uh, singer, just amazing human being, but you're also an amazing improviser. And so we wanted to throw some amazing, or <laughs> I just threw amazing, amazing. Uh, improv games at you. And one, I just want to throw, this is, I'm throwing your curveball, Mark, but it's Coach Our Lives. I want to do one called Coach Our Lives. So Jamie is a coach, uh, and, and my life is a shit show. So I thought <laughs> maybe we could, <laughs> some of it, some of it, is so uh, see if she can help me. So I'll, I'll throw some, maybe this will be a quick thing. Feel okay. free to pull out the crusty uh, panties or underwear, whatever yeah, it is that yeah, I'm hiding yeah. under my bed. Um, but so uh, something that I need help with this is sometimes I, I have trouble getting enough sleep and I hard time getting out of bed in the morning. Those mm. are two pretty consistent things. Mm-hmm. For me, Jamie. Um. So what? What would you say? Uh, to <laughs> help me get that that get my shit together. Well, I would first be curious about what it is that you enjoy about the struggle of getting out of bed in the morning. Mmm. Oh, damn, she's good. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I think <sighs> one thing is terrible is I get on my phone, right? Mm-hmm. Which is terrible. And then I get caught up on news and then I just kind of go down an information rabbit hole. So I think I enjoy that. I do enjoy that procrastination. Yeah. I I mean, and, you know, a lot of things that we call procrastination are indicators. Mm. And so, you know, one thing that comes, uh, something that comes to me um, is you said, you know, one of the things I do is I get on my phone, which is really bad. Right. And I scroll and it's really bad. It's (laughs) really bad. It's really bad. I wonder when you allow yourself to freely scroll on your phone without judgment. Mm. Rarely. Yeah, I'm pretty much judging myself most of the time I do that, I think. So good. All she (laughs) does is hit me with like one thing. Oh, man. And so I would just offer, you know, maybe a practice Mm -hmm. of, you know, identifying a time during the day where it is bill scrolling time. Mm. And, uh, you know, you can you can create whatever boundary supports you, whether it's a certain amount of time or if it's a certain amount of stuff you consume, whatever is best for you. Mm. But give yourself that space during the day that says, all right, we're doing this guilt free, judgment free, because this is something we enjoy. And, you know, see, see how that goes when you then say, this is how I want my morning to go. Mm. And you're intentional about that. And there's been space made for the scrolling at whatever time you set. Coached by Jamie. Hey. <laughs> so that stinger in there. Yeah. I have a follow-up question, Jamie, about that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when you uh, began life coaching, mm-hmm. what drew you to that, like, what aspect of life coaching was like, yeah, th- I, I want to dive into this. Oh, that's a great question. So I, um, with my singing, I've been a vocal coach for mm. however many, it was like 13 years, something mm-hmm. like that. And y'all, I'm like, I'm not the best, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, and what I mean by that is I'm not like a pedagogue, right? Like, especially with classical singers and just like everything, all the, when the pharyngeal larynx, you know, tilts and then when you've got the, the soft palate does this. And, and I'm like, listen, if you like open your mouth, do you feel that little, <laughs> little dingly thing in the back of your throat? <laughs> you know, let's see what we can do. You know, yeah. that's so, but... I, I'm a people person, mm. um, and I'm a huge advocate for the voice and for freedom. And so in my vocal coaching, I found that, like, even though I'm, you know, imposter syndrome, right? We like that mm. t- phrase. But I'm, like, over here, like, Jamie, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Mm. But, you know, they're enjoying it, mm. and they're feeling more comfortable, and there's— the sound is changing. And what I realized is, is that I'm coaching the person and that 
the voice is then allowed to come out. Mm. And, um, and, and that's my philosophy anyway with singing is that we inherently know how to sing. And as we grow, we put different things on that either suppress it or alter it, right? The different judgments or, you know, somebody say, why are you singing? Right. You don't know how to sing. <laughs> and then we stop singing, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, um, so I had a friend, um, you know, Facebook can be my processing center. Mm. And so I, I wrote something deep because your girl be deep sometimes. She'd be, no, she be deep yeah. sometimes. But I wrote something just kind of processing and a friend of mine who is a coach and a fellow opera singer, she was like, are you a coach? I said, no, I probably need to be one. I probably need one. <laughs> and we talked. And so she talked to me about it. And I was like, this is it. Nice. Um, and I got the same sensation within and following a coaching session that I get when I'm on stage. Mm -hmm. Like the same adrenaline and excitement and sense of accomplishment mm -hmm. and just like connection. Um, so I knew that this was a space for me. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think that speaks to, uh, you know, that, that whole imposter syndrome thing of, you know, Mark and I did a thing called the artist way that's big on mm -hmm. kind of, I think we all have that. And you, you hear it even with the most famous people in the world that yep. feel weird about it. So getting able to push through that is such an important part of life in general. If you're out there and you want to sing, sing. You people. better sing. <laughs> you better sing. I, I truly believe that everyone can sing. Like that's mm -hmm. a pet peeve and I'm not even going to go on that because I could do a whole thing. But... There's a difference between can sing, mm. like being capable, mm -hmm. and, you know, being on a stage in front of a microphone performing, right? Mm. But I feel that singing is a human function, mm. and it is a means of expression. And when we don't do it, we clog up our voices and our expression, and we are less ourselves. Wow. So if we are singing in the car in the shower, at the family reunion, wherever it is, I think that we need to take that space and sing. Um, and also, you know, have some people who love you and be like, boo-boo, just do that here. <laughs> you know, you don't need to try to, you know, everything Everything doesn't have to be, you know, a career. You don't have to try to make this a job. Yeah, that's great. You know, Jamie, I'll throw this game at you. Let me know what you think of this. Okay. All right, so... The world may not know this, but mm. I think if there's anything in comedy that Bill and I pride ourselves on, yes, it is impressions. Oh I mean, God. just like Absolutely. getting impressions, just a hundred percent correct. 100%, yeah. oh, okay. when, when, when when you see Bill in the street, or if you talk, if you say Bill's name in the street, I'm in the street like, a lot. Yeah, yeah, he's in the street. He be in the street. Bill is outside. He outside. <laughs> you were like Bill Worley. Oh. Master impressionist, or it's like if you if you if you mention my name out there, Mark. Oh, the oh, person that like does voices of voice. other people really well. Yeah, you I've know? heard it actually put that put that way. Now that you mentioned it, yeah, that absolutely. exact phrasing, absolutely. So what we want to do now, if it's okay with you, mm -hmm. we just like to keep our impression chops up. Yes. Okay. So like just for fun, just for just for some silly times here. Okay. We want you to kind of like give us a person, celebrity, okay. historical figure. Living or dead, and we'll kind of give you a 100% perfect impression of that person. Okay. And then you can kind of let us know, like, did we nail it completely, okay. <laughs> or did we just get it 100% right? Those are kind of like the only oh, things we even know. Right, 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 right. Nail it completely you know, or 100% right. right. Okay, yeah. I have my rubric. Yeah. yeah, got it. So, uh, so yeah. So with that said, yeah. If there's anyone you want to throw out. Well, so Mark, mm -hmm. I, you know, I've never shared this. Yeah. But you know who you remind me of? Please. I'm mm. happy to know. You remind me of Jason Momoa. Jason mm. Momoa. That is so great. Yes. I love that's a that. Good one. That's great. That's great. You know, I'm so happy that you said that, Jamie, because I've actually, the past couple years or yes, so, definitely. I, 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 Jason Momoa has been the main person that I've been, like, working on. Oh, I'm so So, excited. So, like, uh, so I'll do a Jason Momoa. Bill, can you give me a place that... Jason Momoa, uh, you may not, yeah. Jason Momoa, he's uh, he's at the sunglasses shop, and mm -hmm. he's, he's got to get some new shades. Great, mm -hmm. awesome, mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. All right, so this is uh, Jason Momoa at the sunglass hut. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> oi, oi, bunch of sunlight here. Here to get me some shades. Shades block sun, block UV rates. Oi, oi, let me get a pair of these uh, Oakleys. Look at the, oh, I'm going to put these on. 
Mm, too dark, too dark, can't see a thing. Uh, how about, um, oh, Ray-Ban? Ray-Ban, how about this? Let me put this on. Ah, yes. Jay I'm Jason Momoa. I'm the water man. End <clears throat> scene. Wow. You know, I am amazed right. at how you were able. Thank you. Take your time, bravo. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just processing because <laughs> no, because it's it's not often that you get to be in the presence of yeah. um, such expertise. Oh, you, you know, because you were able to capture, you know, that time when he was um, in Australia, right. and mm, he right. kind of picked right. up that, and but then mm-hmm. it morphed right, right because you picked up to that time in right. his teens, right. When he went to boarding school in England. I'm so glad you yeah. caught on to that. Um, yeah, I'm so glad. That was key. That was a key part. That's why he's such a pro. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I mean, well, kudos. If, if you think I'm good, mm-hmm. you got to you gotta hear one of Bill's. All right. Oh, so, all I, right. I, I can yeah. imagine. So I which, can one, imagine. which one would you like to hear, Jamie? Yeah. Well, you know, so, okay. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be, I don't want to insult you. Sure. So I'm trying no, to give fine. you something just really, really strong, um, mm-hmm. and that will be challenging. Right. You know that not anyone can do. Right. Well, I can um, it. Let's. I can it. Mm-hmm. You know. You remind me a bit of Barack Obama. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Mark, can you give me a Barack Obama situation? Sure, I'd love to see uh, uh, Barack Obama uh, at the world's last Radio Shack, uh, looking for a VCR. Hey, uh, hey, hey, oh. <laughs> That I uh, got some transistors in here. You guys got transistors in here. We need. S- I I need some of uh, the quad quad A batteries in here. For- <laughs> Malia, <laughs> would you not touch that, please? Uh, need you to not, Malia. You never look. Li- you never listen to your dad. I was the president. I'll take two transistors, please. Okay. See, see the genius, because (laughs) not only do you all embody the voices, but Bill, you took on his role and his relationship, right? You channeled that knowing of Malia as such a naughty, naughty, disobedient daughter. I blacked out there for a second. I <laughs> well, think I, I it, it just channeled through me. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. Bill, the part that really brought it full circle for me was when you said, I used to be the president. Because <laughs> he did used to he be. He did. He did used to be. Yeah. He, he did to, used to job. be. Can he come back? Can yeah. we get him back, please? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Jamie, I'd be remiss if I didn't mm. bring up the fact that you two are also an amazing, an amazing impression. Well, I was... Trying to be modest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we but but mm-hmm. the truth is, I'd say you're the, you know, the Bill goat. and I are I great, but, but you're the goat. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The, the I best mean, to ever it's do it. it's an unfair advantage. I study voice. Hey, yes, you know, fair. yeah. So, mm-hmm. would you be willing to grace us with an impression if we were to throw someone at you? You know, I don't want to show anyone up, but uh, you, uh, hey, you, you. It's a foregone conclusion it's, it's that yours, you will. It's yours. It's your space. I'm I'm willing. Bill, anyone willing. jump to mind? Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. There is many people that jump to mind. I think if there's one person that really jumps to mind, uh-huh. hmm. Bill, may I throw one out? Uh, please, yeah. Let me throw one out. Yeah, maybe it'll sure. make you think of another one. Okay. One person that jumped out to mind me uh, was uh, Jamie. I'd really be curious to hear what you would do with uh, Kate Winslet. <laughs> Kate Winslet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Of Titanic fame. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. I love it. And and where where am I being, Kate? Good question. Um, I think Kate is um, a, Kate is at a, a Bed Bath and Beyond. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she's having a little bit of a tift yeah. with someone who uh, is is not being very helpful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Miss, Miss. I've already told you what I require. I need that steamer thing on the fifth shelf up there. Yes, I do realize that you are shorter than me. Don't you have a ladder or a person or a forklift or something? 
I require, I know there's another one on this level right in front of my face, but I require that one because it speaks to my soul. Must I get the manager? The Where is Mr. Bed, Bath and Beyond? I need to speak with him. Wow. I, I got to say, I closed my eyes for part of that, Jamie, and I thought that Kate Winslet was in the room. I, you know, what did it for me is yeah. that, and again, master impressionist. Oh my gosh. Is so that good, Jamie. Kate so Winslet good. always, she says ladder and then she goes to person <laughs> yes. and then to forklift. Forklift, right. Because yes. she's mm-hmm. always trying to say, just get a person to lift right. you yes. up. Absolutely. That's such a Kate Winslet thing. Wow. Very, very much. You know, I, 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 I never shared this, which is funny that you chose Kate. Right, right. But I, I, um, I, I studied her. Um, wow. immensely throughout undergraduate school. Oh my goodness. Um yes. and and really, really um let my go myself go into a, a very method place um all throughout um undergraduate until wow. until until I walked across the stage with my degree. Well that's I'm so glad we got to hear yeah, that. That was great impression. That was great. Yeah. Good call on the impression, mm-hmm. Mark. Um, oh, well, I mean, look, I, I, I know it's something that's come so easy for all of us. And so that's why it's just like, why not lean into our strengths? You know, you know go with the wind. Yeah. Can I? So I know we're going to close out this episode mm-hmm. and we don't normally do this for a deep dive. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jamie said something early that I really liked a lot. Oh, yeah. And so I wanted to do a spring of inspiring inspirations, quoting our amazing guest, uh, Jamie Ali Law. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, this spring of inspiring inspirations was when you said, when we don't sing, we clog up our voices in expression and we are less ourselves. I love that. That's really great. That's really great. Thank you, Jamie, for that, for those words. Um, you know, uh, before we wrap things up, Jamie, um, would you like to plug anything? What do you have coming up? How can people, you know, uh, you know support what you got going on? Uh, give, give us that information, please. Yeah, well, I love money. <laughs> you know, yes. so I'll welcome that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I've got uh, actually uh, coming up soon, I'll be uh, revisiting a role of an opera that I did in uh, Tennessee just a month ago. I will be heading to Los Angeles wow. to sing the role of the mother in the uh, new opera, I Can't Breathe. Um, and so that'll be um, happening May 13th, 14th, and 15th in the Los Angeles area. Right, cool. Um, And in the meantime and in between time, Mm -hmm. I am coaching. You can learn more about me and my coaching at fromthecorecoaching.com. From the core, like singing, core, you know. Mm -hmm. C-O-R-E. C-O-R-E. Great. Yes, and also um, you can follow me on uh, Instagram. At from the core coaching, uh, or you can follow me at Sang Miss Jamie. S A N G M S J A Y M E. Do it, folks. Pull out the IG, follow, hit her up. Um, yeah, and you know, as always, thank you for tuning into Ridiculous News. We know you had a, a lot of choices, and we genuinely appreciate you spending your time with us. It means the world to us. And follow us on uh, Facebook at Ridiculous News Podcast. You can email us at ridiculousnews at iheartmedia.com. And be sure to check out our comedy videos at Mark Kendall Comedy on IG, TikTok, and Facebook, and at Kendall Comedy on Twitter. Bye, y'all. Really appreciate it. See ya. Ridiculous News is hosted by Mark Kendall and Bill Worley. Executive producers are Ben Bolin and Noel Brown. Produced and edited by Tari Harrison. Research provided by Casey Willis. And theme music by Four Eyes and Dr. Delight. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. 
Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.